Uh, yeah, I almost just tripped walking up these freaking stairs for this podcast. That's how much I, that's how much I put into this. Um, I want to talk a little bit about music. I want to talk a little bit about front of the house positions, um, the different ones that they have and what they entail, and then um, <clears throat> we'll see what goes from there. All right. Now, I have never, I haven't, I haven't always been in the back of the house. I haven't always been a chef. I started in the front of the house um, as a busboy. I worked my up way up to runner, server, bartender, and uh, finally I ended my saga at, as an assistant general manager uh, of a small Mexican cafe in New Jersey. And as terrible as that sounds, believe me, it was much, much worse. I found myself um, that uh, not fitting in. I don't like the front of the house. The front of the house didn't like me. It's because I found myself apologizing to people I didn't like, who in turn didn't like me, for shit that I didn't even do. Like a professional apologizer. Over and over and over. Monotonous, like, is an understatement. So I was like, hey, uh, boss, uh, I keep walking by this room and everyone's fucking yelling. Somebody's singing, I think. Somebody's crying. There's people fucking in the fridge. Like, what is that? And he's like, you mean the kitchen? I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go there. Fuck this front of the house shit. So I went to, to the kitchen and I never looked back. You know, it was great. But now that I do look back, I think my favorite position in the front of the house was the bartending position. And it's probably because it involves the least amount of hospitality. Like the bartender doesn't do as much work as the server does, for example, in terms of hospitality to a guest. Let me paint you a picture. Um, Dave and Jen are having a bad day. They tried to have sex last night and Dave couldn't get it up. He couldn't schlepap it to his, you know, to his girl. She's pissed. This isn't the first time it's happened. He's obviously self-conscious, so he's thinking she's got a lover. So he's not feeling right. But yet they still go out to the Cheesecake Factory or something for their usual scheduled Friday night dinner. They're going to order the same shit that they always order. The only thing that changes is the server week after week. So here they are. They sit down. Oh, well, you know, sit in Tracy's section. Tracy's 33. She's cute. She's worked there for a couple of months. But, you know, she's, she likes the place. She's in good morale. Tracy walks over. Hi, how you doing? Gives her a little spiel. Here's the specials. Boom, boom, boom. Lights the husband right up. He looks at her like, oh, oh my God. His wife looks at him. Gets jealous as, you know, women get jealous. Only sometimes girls, I know. And then uh, Tracy goes over to get their waters and their bread. Uh, As this is happening, they get into a fucking huge argument. You fucking man, I hate you. I hate you too. But they're already in the middle of the, the order, so like they're gonna have to sit and sit through this. So Tracy now is excited to get a new table, something like that, maybe not, whatever. Be that as it may, she's about to walk into an ambush and she doesn't fucking know it. Now people, usually, from my experience, when given the chance to be a dick, they take it. And even though Tracy's their server and not their servant, they both take the anger from their relationship out on her, but treating her like shit, which in turn, has leads her to give the table up to Tommy, who saves the day because he was super gay and he was a bit, you know, he made them both laugh and, and the couple completely got out of the funk they were in and they left happy. And that's what it took, though, you know? You don't know that as a server and you don't know what to expect. All right? As a bartender, though, everybody's happy to see you because they know that you're going to sit down, or they're going to sit down, rather. They can't wait for you to notice them. 
when you do, they're so excited for you to pour a little bit of dranky drank in their cup so they could escape their miserable existence for a few hours, you know, and uh, that's it. They're always happy to see you. And it's great because, like, the more they get drunk, the nicer they are, the more they tip, or they turn the other way and start getting drunk and violent and stupid, in which case you get to get, kick them out, which is fucking great, too. Hey, Dave, what's going on, man? How you, how you been? Where you been? Uh, you know, hey, Dave, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I've been here. You know, I work here, so I'm just still here by the bar. Oh, yeah, 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 that's cool. How you been? Oh, um, you know, I was young, went to home, I did, did, did some things, I did my thing, you know. Like sleep? Yeah, yeah, sleep, yeah, I did that. And then, uh, you know, I'm back here. Cool, man. So, what are you having? Uh, I'm at the regular, the usual, you know. And off it goes. <clears throat> they have a good time or they have a bad time. It doesn't fucking matter. You get paid as a bartender and they're happy to see you. Generally. You know? And forget about being the busboy. That's like the worst. People don't even make eye contact with you sometimes. Like, get me my water, you peasant. Like, yo, fuck you, you shit. I make more money than you. You don't know that because I'm a busboy, but I make more money than you because I sell drugs to all the employees here. So I make probably a six-figure salary and you're fucking driving a Dodge Stratus, dick. Eat your chicken costaletta and shut up. Learn how to fuck your wife. <clears throat> you know? So this is where the music comes in. Is that um, the music saved my shift one time because uh, I was a server and I used to sell drugs to all the employees. And I used to pick the worst sections, like the nosebleed sections. Get it? Pun. Um, so um, I used to pick the, the worst sections because I needed time to, you know, sell all my drugs. And if I was prepared, I probably would have went to school and been a rocket scientist. But I was selling drugs as a server at work, so I'm not really prepared for shit. So I would always have to, like, bag stuff up, see how many pills who wanted, how much wanted Coke. Then sometimes I have to run out to my car to get more. Like, I have to call my dealer halfway through the shift. Like, all this took time away from tables, which is why I couldn't have a good section. Neither did I care because I made way more money on drugs than I did ever served. So, like, music saved me the one day where I was, like, completely unprepared. It was, like, a Wednesday. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. It's not going to be that many people there. Like, it's kind of, like, raining and stuff. Like, I don't think it's going to be a big, big, big day for this. I got a couple bags I'll run in. I'll grab my regular shitty section. I'll be cut early. I'll come home, you know? Power was out all around us except for our restaurant because it was attached to a hotel with a uh, generator. So everybody and their mother, obviously, and their sisters and their brothers decide to come in to the restaurant and everybody from the restaurant side employees wanted the drugs because they're like, fuck, it's a hurricane. We got to do drugs. Come on. So my phone was blowing up. Of course. Of course, the one day I didn't bring anything is going to blow. So I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm going to need to go meet my dealer, but, like, how the hell am I going to get away? Because my dealer's nowhere he's coming out. It was, a, it, was a, it was a hurricane. Power was out, you know? It was raining when I first mentioned it, but now it's a hurricane. <laughs> Not too bad, but, you know, like, I had a four-wheeler. I was good. I could, I could go to him, but it took, like, 40 minutes. So I texted the guy, and I was like, hey, do you, you know, are you good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, come through. Like, if, like if there's nothing going on. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll just come right back. Yeah, sure. So I knew it was going to take me like 40, 45 minutes. What the fuck do you do? You can't just leave your restaurant 40, 45 minutes. But then I thought about this. I remember like the week before, two of those kitchen guys were getting to a huge argument over who the better rapper was. It was T.I. And I believe the other rapper was Coolio. I don't know why you would pick either one. I don't know what they, Dangerous Minds. And then the other guy was in the fucking uh, takers. But that was recently. This is back in the day when I was like 22. So like... So I knew that if I played, like, a song 
from one of those rappers. They may, maybe they'll get into an argument I was hoping and maybe they'll slow the food down a little bit and maybe I won't get in that much trouble. So that's what I did. I went up to the, the, the fucking thing, the player, the, 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 Jesus Christ, it's not a cassette player, it's a circle thing, the DVD, I guess, or the Blu-ray. And um, no, it was an iPod. It was an iPod that was attached to a boombox. That's what it was. So I fucking found T.I. because I knew it was one of theirs. And I played a T.I. song. And I bounced. I just, I just played it on repeat and I bounced. I said, fuck this. Like I had, my tables were good. Like All the entrees were ordered. I only had two tables. Both of our entrees were ordered. I said, it might take a while because the kitchen's backed up. Set that up. And then I bounced. Came back. 40 minutes, you know. Thinking, oh shit. Like, like well, I don't know what to walk into. But at least I know everyone's going to be happy because I got mad drugs. So I walk in. And my tables are still sitting there. There's no management. There's no police. I walk into the kitchen and the shit's on fire. Not literally, but like it's like just crashing and burning. Apparently, these two guys got into a fist fight over this TI shit. A fist fight over who the better rapper is. It was it was the best thing that could have happened. I was like, oh my god, this is great. Like holy shit. So the one guy I see him on the floor, like he's already awake. Like, like they fucking fought. Like he was knocked out. He was already awake, but he was still on the floor. The other guy was still yelling at him. T.I.'s better. Fuck Julio. I was like, holy shit, guys. Jesus Christ. This worked out better, way better than I thought it was going to work out. So, I mean, long story short, I, I fucking, well, it's already a long story, but I sold the drugs. It was a great time. And, uh, you know, music saved me that day. The moral of the story is don't be a fucking dick to your server if you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day with your wife and you're going to go out to eat or your husband or whatever it is, Go sit at the bar. You don't have to look at each other. You can look at the bartender or you can look at the TV or anything. You'll get drunker and maybe you'll have a good time. And if you don't, if you get drunk and get into more of a fight, then that's when you got to reevaluate your relationship shit. Maybe the husband should go fuck Tracy and then maybe the wife should just, I don't know, hang out with Tommy because that's what she needs. It's a friend. Who knows? But just don't take it on your server because they're doing their fucking jobs. You know what I mean? Thanks.